Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hey everyone, Marcus here to tell you more about our move to Spotify. This show, along with all your other LPN favorites, is going exclusive to Spotify on Valentine's Day 2020. That means you'll only be able to listen to this episode, future episodes, and our entire back catalog of shows over on Spotify starting on February 14th. Spotify accounts, oh man, they're free and they're easy to create. You can listen to all of our shows on Spotify right now and you can download episodes for offline listening with your free account everything is free the last podcast network and all your favorite music in one place what are you waiting for listen to the last podcast network free on spotify there's no place to escape to this is the last podcast on the left side stories that's when the cannibalism started side Side stories stories. (laughs) yes Super Bowl. Yeah, man, this is our Super Bowl edition of Side Stories. Ooh, yeah. go, go, uh, oh. Who was in they, the Super Bowl? They, Henry, who was in the Super Bowl? I saw the Kansas City Chieftains play <sighs> the San Francisco 69ers. Whoa, <laughs> who are you? You woke up on the wrong side of the floor today, I'll tell you that much. Yep, I did. It I w- did. I woke up on the wet side. Indeed. Uh, no, it was a- I need to just get, this is my warm up for today. I got to get warmed up today. To be, I want to be entertaining for the people. Okay. I want them to feel good. I had a one, a glass too many of rosé last night. Rosé? When did you start drinking rosé? Which I actually like because it's the best of both worlds. I like a rosé. I like a cold. It's chilled. Yep. Sometimes it's sour. It's refreshing. I had um, nine of them. And apparently it's like, it's kind of an old lady hangover that I'm received today where I I yelled at a waiter for no reason from outside of a restaurant. I wasn't even in the restaurant. I was just yelling at a waiter from outside of it. What did you yell at? Why is my food cold? Was he your waiter? No. I'm just saying I just became an old, an old white woman for a second, which I can't wait for. I can't wait for that change. God knows. I can't wait for that change. But yes, I'm, I'm, but I'm feeling with it. Yeah, I saw the Super Bowl. I saw a whole bunch of it. You saw a whole bunch of it. Hey, everyone, welcome to Side Stories. I'm Ben hanging out with Henry. Now, we brought up the Super Bowl. First of all, Shakira and J-Lo, I'm a man for the first time. Woo. That was the most erotic Spicy. halftime Woo. show in the history of halftime shows. I have never liked the halftime show. The last time it was good, remember when Bruce Springsteen did that fucking wall to wall. 15 minutes. He didn't even stop, dude. Bruce was up there. <laughs> oh, and little Steve, he did the lean on him. And you, that was when Big Clarence was alive. Oh, yeah. And oh, man, he put on a show. He and did. Prince did as well. 
But last Super Bowl, the halftime show was, man, I love seeing all that fucking chooch. I love seeing all that honey. Really? Oh, yeah. I she thought- patted her chooch, and when she did the slide, J-Lo came <laughs> in the slide, remember. and she literally touched her clit. And I was like, whoa, I stood whoa. up. I went, yes, and stood up <laughs> out of my chair. Yes, I was watching at Carmine's, my favorite sports bar here in Brooklyn, and the entire place was going crazy. Everyone became a man or a woman that night. Shakira and J-Lo brought the house down. It was a great Super Bowl overall. First half, obviously, the Niners are up. Oh, Kansas City, can they come back? And is for some reason, is no, Henry, no, of the game? what I'm setting up is your failure. So all of a sudden, second half starts, right? We're still riding high. J-Lo, Shakira shaking their butts. My brain is, a, I, I feel like, you know, even if I wasn't drinking alcohol, I couldn't drive a car. My brain was that com- discombobulated. There's about five minutes left in the game. This is now the game is 2010. And everyone's like, yeah. okay, this is the time for KC to come back. But Henry, it, for some reason... Five minutes left of the entire NFL football season. This is when you said, I need to go and beat traffic. We better get on the road early. Yeah, I don't give a fucking shit about any of these things. I watch these boys play their games. I love watching the boys play their tight games and make a bunch of money for it. I'm proud of the little boys in there. But when it comes down to it, I don't really care. And Jason Burke, a good friend of ours, he gave me a nice um, go home serving of banana pudding. So you ate, you ate. <laughs> but so I wanted to get home with it. So we drove back. So like as soon as the because like, I didn't care, I don't care. But then I tried to explain to Natalie. It was like, yeah, no, I think we just missed sports history. Yeah, it was and huge. It was Natalie a- was like, what? And I was like, yeah, yeah, wow. So you got banana pudding, and you you were so in love with the banana pudding, you couldn't eat it out. in public. Yeah, no, I consume it. Well, that's my whole thing. I do this a lot now, and I was I was spotted the other day. Someone saw me again. When I go to this grocery store or when I go out to parties, sometimes I get so hungry. I get so riled up hungry that right. I go to a hot bar or whatever the, the grocery store is, uh-huh. and I get all, a couple of drumsticks, either the barbecue chicken, whatever is in there, I get that, and I just eat it in a car. Or I eat it immediately as soon as everything's done. And I did the you same have thing a with home. that banana pudding. You have I a know, home. But, but I'm hungry now. Okay. That's how I feel. So, so it was I went the, and I did. But, it was the yes, banana you know what pudding. I did? The banana pudding is why you missed one of the greatest comebacks in Super Bowl history. It's one of the nicest bowls of banana pudding I've had in a very long time. <laughs> and I, we ate it in the car as I was driving. I had it between my knees. And I literally was eating you it as we were driving. Disgusting. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an enthusiast. Out of all the foods that you can eat while driving, banana pudding is the worst. You're going to kill someone. You are no, going man, to get into a Caitlyn Jenner car accident and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> officer. I was eating the pudding." Trust me, though, if I do ever get in one of those weird car accidents, I will put on a wig and a dress that I keep in my in the trunk That's of my car to come thinking. out and be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so they can think that Henry Zabrowski is completely gone insane and I can get off. On insanity. That's a, that's a good. That is a good plan indeed. I just don't want to see you die because you got pudding, banana pudding between your thighs, oh, and you're driving. Yep. We're gonna it have might. to make up a lie. We're gonna literally have to make up a lie. Be like, yeah. It turns out Henry got into speedballs, doing heroin, mixing it with coke, shooting it up. Like, there's no way he died driving while trying to eat banana pudding because that's just lame. That would like, not be legendary. No, he got or into the drugs. Idea yeah. that he's fucking. Or you guys are like, you know, Henry's really deep on this thing right now. It's called banana pudding. And you like, you're like, oh, what is that shit? Is that like DMT and fucking heroin mixed together? It's like, nah, dude. 
it's vanilla wafers um, embedded in a luxurious <laughs> melange of uh, bananas Ooh. and sometimes caramel bits for a little bit of texture. Oh, so like <laughs> and the, he is just wild about it. So the fat guy food, huh? Yep. Oh, right. fattest of the fattest because you don't even <laughs> have to chew it. Um, this is not a. There's this kind of a slow. News of the weird week, it feels like. Which, you know, I guess for us, because we cover so much murder and death, I guess that's a good thing when we have a slow news week. No, it's not good for business. I mean, we have, not good for business. we have the death of democracy happening in Iowa. We'll talk about that Who in Able Get Top Hat. Well, the, you know, that's kind of a bigger deal. That's a, Who that's gives a, a shit? There's a little true crime going on over there. They fucking... I I hear the word caucus and my <laughs> eyes fucking go inside of my skull, like deeper inside of my skull. I hate I hate every yeah. minute of this. I can't wait for this fucking this cycle. I don't want to wish my year away. I'm excited about 2020. We have a lot of good things going sure. on, but I don't want to hear about this anymore already. I I'm know you're out. done. It is it is February. We hired a company called Shadow. Inc. <laughs> to make the app for whatever the fuck it is they're doing. I don't uh, even know what the caucus is. As soon as I just slam my remote control, as soon as any news comes up, I just slam it shut because I don't care. Because you know what my fucking election is? You know what my Super Bowl what is? What is it? The Dracula films on Netflix. <laughs> Have you been watching those? Not yet. I'm Dracula? watching it tonight. I'm watching it tonight. I heard that it's, it is. I've heard it's so amazing. Good. Yeah. That's also going a lot of new vampire stuff out there, too. The new Bliss movie. Super sexy. Okay. Buddy Jerry, Jeremy Gardner is in the movie After Midnight with me coming out on February 14th. It's a plug. Coming out VOD and in theaters. Uh-huh. You can come see it, me and fucking in Los Angeles. You can come see me, me live, do fucking Q&A afterwards. God knows what I'm going to say. But I'm saying very good, very sexual film. This is somehow you've got to sexual film within 14 seconds of us beginning this conversation, talking about Iowa caucuses. And then you oh, you got banana pudding coming up. Oh, you better re-eat it like you're the fly. <laughs> they can all go fuck themselves. Why are we in Iowa? Who cares? I mean, I'm not, I love our Demo. Des Moines listeners. Des Moines a beautiful But how town. are they telling us all what to do? They should not give boomers new tech. That's the one thing we know for sure. We will talk in depth about that. And is there con- some in- is there some conspiracy? Uh, indeed, there is. Because Robbie Mook, the man behind Hillary's campaign, it was his buddies. It's his company with the app. The whole thing is a uh, well. It's shrouded in mystery. But we did mention, obviously, R.I.P. Kobe. Still extremely sad. Even sadder still. now, knowing all the other oh, people. All the buses in L.A. now have the R.I.P. Kobe on the like. It is a massive loss but in this city. Henry, still feeling it, of course, man. And they will for a long ass time. But Henry, you were telling me. Speaking of Hillary Clinton and Kobe, oh, evidently, I don't even play. know where you. <laughs> She's in play. I don't know she where has, you find this stuff. But how did Hillary kill Kobe? And I'm just going to say that sentence and let it sit there, and people can be like, "What?" Well, this comes from Right Wing Watch. Oh, so um, it's got to be accurate. It's got to be accurate. This guy, he's just asking questions. A guy named Christopher McDonald. He's just asking questions, and he said, and he and he wants to say straight up. He's like. Now, this is the only wild conspiracy theory I'm, I'm ever going to toss out there on this program. He McDonald laughably asserted. This comes from the friendly atheist, uh, Dot Pathios. Okay. Uh, and he said, uh, I normally don't do this, but this is just a food for thought question. <laughs> we all know that it's pretty much a given that Mrs. HRC is a witch. Can a witch cast a spell on someone like this to cause death and not be known? I'm just throwing it out. out. I don't know of anything about this stuff, though, but is it possible? Uh-huh. That if she wanted to get rid of Kobe, uh huh. Please, right now, ring, right, ring, watch. Don't be putting that in on me. All right, me and Corey say this. Do you think Hillary would be able to do it with magic? 
if she wanted to do it. Yeah, but then a lot of questions. couldn't she have also just become president? No, that's pussy shit. <laughs> she killed Kobe. She So that, somehow she killed Kobe, but like was just like, nah, I'm not going to use my witch powers to have the one thing that I want. Most in life happened her, to me. She hiked up her jogging jeans so up at high <laughs> inside of her, and she got some onyx from the witchcraft store, and she killed Kobe. Oh, just throwing it out there. Oh, my goodness. Wouldn't be the, just wouldn't seems be the like first time. It just time. seems that it's, it's not real. Yeah, but well, there's yeah. a lot of people. There's a lot of people because it's a senseless loss, right? Of course, it's a thing that feels absolutely that shows that the world is unfortunately quite often just a uh, spider web of total chaos. Yep. But it, that's actually the opposite. because spider webs are very organized. It's chaos. It's just the idea that there there is not necessarily many daddies out there making sure that everything happens to some sort of Illuminati esque. Wing, they were not. Someone's not fully, totally in control, and so people are very, very scared. If Kobe can die, oh, we are all ready Fucked. to roll. Like we, are, like we're no fucked. one is saving Ben Kitzel and Henry Zabrowski. If they, they couldn't save Kobe, we're we're no, all but gone. We did get an email from a helicopter pilot that says, "Please, do we got to stop our boycott of helicopters <sighs> because it says it's going to fuck with the helicopter industry." And I don't, you know, so I don't know what to say, but I'm still, it's going to be very difficult for me to get in one. I did not, we did not boycott the helicopter industry, although I did put it, it was an LPN. We did. It was an LPN LPN wide. Yeah, LPN mandate that goes for fans But there are also many other people, I've received other emails, other also saying helicopters are crazy dangerous. So it's it's all out there, but I don't want to harp on it too much. Just understand, just take, when you get on a helicopter ride. Just call everybody and tell them you love them first. <laughs> I know that's gonna be it's gonna be dour because a lot of times helicopter rides are fun. The whole right. point is that it's fucking some. You're either like in there with a bunch of hot chicks or, or sure. you're, you're shooting a bunch of wolves with assault rifles. Well, that's not I know nice. that you're about to have fun. Yeah, but just know it. A somber moment. Understand that you never know when the sky is gonna pluck you out of there. You never, you never know. You could be shooting wolves from a helicopter, like the beginning of the great film, The Thing. Turns out that's not a wolf at all. Now you've nope. angered an entity that is gonna end up killing you and your entire research team. Nonetheless, just be careful up there. And you're right for that one helicopter pilot. Support him. But my support rule is him, support these support your local helicopter. Pilot. No more, no more than eight feet off the ground. How much hover? You know what you do? Make a little city of out of Legos. Go eight feet up. Oh my yep. god! Are we forty five thousand feet up in the air? Whoa. Oh my god! Yeah, create Trump Leos. I don't know what that term is. I love it. There's like there's a way. Why don't we engage our imaginations for a little bit? Huh? <laughs> That's my, my, everybody wants the real thing. The only thing. They want to see all this stuff. It's just engage your imagination for a second Mm -hmm. and see how far you'll get. Because you know a book will take you anywhere. The only thing that I can imagine right now is that banana pudding splashing against your windshield as you curse at someone and you get (laughs) rear-ended. Oh my God. Just cut to you licking it off the windshield and be like, it's really good banana pudding though. One last. Little dollop of cream oh. before I go. Very sad. Meanwhile, Natalie's like perfectly fine, just being like, Don't you want to say goodbye to your wife? Now you want to like kiss your wife? I'm like, just show me your boob show me your boobies. <laughs> show me your boobies one last time, like my what, sweet. What my a sweet lucky love. lady. You know, what a luck. 
I just just imagine if she was sprung with romance and she was like, let's get something, let's do something wild in the car today. And then she yeah. goes to maybe try to uh, touch, uh, you know, you in, in your intimate parts. And all of a sudden she's like, what is what that? Is it? Are you old? Oh, baby. Oh, you're hit my, I'm sorry. You hit my pudding vat. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about doing a thing just called pudding or put pud. Pud with Henry Zabrowski, and uh-huh. it's just me do, do, doing news stories while eating various vats of pudding. <laughs> There's a show in there. There is a show in there. There's I more of a show in there than, well, than there is a show in here. Speaking of news, we should get to some stories because they do exist this week. This comes from Fox 8. Missing Burlington woman believed to be dead after entering dumpster, not exiting, before it was serviced, police say. Mm. Burlington, North Carolina. A woman reported missing and last seen in Greensboro is believed to be dead, according to a news release from Burlington Police. Stephanie Cox, 30, of Burlington, was reported missing on Thursday. Before Cox was reported missing, police say they found her car unattended behind a row of businesses. Uh, investigators believe Cox may have been trying to collect items from a dumpster shortly after midnight and didn't exit the dumpster before it was served. When was it so, served? Uh, at night. But I guess it was long, at night. But how don't you hear? And I'm not victim. This is very sad, obviously. But at some point, you're you're in the dumpster and you're like being a little raccoon from those new commercials that are out. I think they're Geico or something. I don't know. And then at some point, you're like beep, beep, beep. It could be suicide like, by dumpster. You think this is a suicide by dumpster? I mean, I don't it's not like these dump trucks back up super fast, right? Don't it's, you? They don't sneak up on you, no. No, they don't. They, they can't. don't sneak up on you, no. They but I can't the- blame the woman because you're in a you're in a fucking flurry, right? You have uh you saw some pre like maybe you saw like maybe you're outside like an orphanage, a bunch of kids died, so they threw a bunch of fresh cribs out. And you want to get at these cribs while they're while they're they're fresh. You know what I, I mean? guess I don't know why it would have to be a fresh crib. Cribs don't really age like tomatoes, but well, it's because so they don't get spiders in them. Sure, okay, right? a spiderless crib. You're like that's that's the dumpster. Gotta for Gotta get it. Right. That's deal. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe somebody dropped off a gun in there. <laughs> I don't know. You want to refurbish a gun? You're looking for it. You're looking sure. for something in there. You're in the flow. You're you're fucking seeing stuff. You're seeing the future. You know what you're gonna build. You know how to take other people's trash and turn them into new people's treasures. treasures. That's what you go. love. Yep. The Etsy community. Sure. That's what it kind of thrives on, right? People who can refurbish things. It's important for the environment. I completely agree. Refurbish, reuse, right? And it is She's in that fervor, feeling the Gaia energy, yeah. knowing she's saving planet Earth. She's that dumpster coming. She hears that dumpster coming. And maybe for a second, she thinks she's about to be picked up by a UFO. Well, and she's like, come get me. And then all well, of a sudden, it's like, oh, and then the whole dumpster goes past. But she was crushed to death. I know. And that was much worse than being picked up by a UFO at some point. And I don't know how this works. I've never been unless a Unless you lose man. all your genitalia, unless the Heaven's Gate is correct. Well. Because I don't know what is worse. I, I don't know if Heaven's Gate was correct about much. And hopefully Marcus continues to not follow down Apple White's Road. Yep. But at some point. Don't you like look in the back of the dumpster? I'm talking about the dumpster workers now, the the garbage people, um, which makes them sound bad. Garbage men, garbage women. I love that job, and they deserve sanitation all. officer. At some point, don't you look and just be like, "Oh, that one has legs and hands." That's a weird garbage nah. bag screaming. For I ain't help. looking at shit. I ain't looking at shit. That really? is called. You want it? What's the term? I want to have the. Uh, 
plausible deniability. Plausible. No, but that only that would only apply if the garbage men are trying to kill her. I don't know what they're trying to do. So maybe she was annoying. Maybe she wouldn't get out of the dumpster. Maybe she's like, this ain't a dumpster. This here's my home. This ain't a dumpster. Hey. And there's like, ma'am, please, ma'am, we're going to need to leave this dumpster. No. She's like, here's my flag. I discovered this dumpster, and now <laughs> it is for the, the, It is now the United States of Cox America. <laughs> Stephanie Cox is my name. Can't kill me. Can't kill me. And they're like, so see what we can do. Uh-huh, we can't kill you. She, so she's, eep, she's called. You can't get me. This is my home. Fucking death. She's using the Grover defense. Is that it? This is my That's garbage. Uh, she's using the Oscar defense. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Gro- maybe. Grover, I I don't know what Grover is. Grover just hangs out. Yeah. She's using the Oscar, the grouch defense. And Oscar, you know, I don't know why he was so grouchy because he seemed happy to be in the trash. That was the happiest he was. He was always upset when he got out of the trash. That's the idea. But anyway. Uh, is it possible that she was one of these people? And I actually sympathize with them. I just can't do what they do because I think it's a little bit too gross. The dumpster diving community that saved the food. Freegans. Freegans. Because they, you see all the food out there and you know it's good food. I just, you know, you just goes, go for it. I just, I knew people that did it. I knew people that were full on did it and they lived whole lives doing it. Now, and I agree. I do believe that there is far too much wasted food in this country and america has higher i don't know or tighter standards of like what are expert what are expired foods than they do even in europe and then also a lot of businesses are forbidden to give their old oh you can't of course not yeah it's expired we used to do it uh uh, they used to do it every once in a while like on the sly when the jackie used to work at the blue stove in new york where they used to take all the day olds and just kind of leave them out. And I remember when I was also working uh, in Tallahassee, mm-hmm. when they used to work at the, I forgot the name of the deli, they used to do the same thing, where they knew people would wait, and they, they're like, I'm throwing my stuff out now, and they would go and like have it all in a garbage bag, but then like leave it outside of the dumpster so people could take it. I did a very similar thing. This is called Dumpster Talk, by the way. This is our new show. It's the show <laughs> inside of the show. Uh, but Jimmy- This is the commercial. Can we throw a commercial for Pud in there with Henry Zabrowski? <laughs> Oh, I like this one because it's got little walnuts in it. It's nice. Oh, mm. yeah, this is nice. Oh, pardon. Well, 9-11-2 happened yesterday. Re- really? Yeah, you had to update the people. So you mix it. You cut the bad news and the hard news. Bad news put with Henry Zabrowski. So it's me just reading bad news while I eat pudding and describe the pudding. So that kind of makes it's- the kind of makes it easier to, to digest all the tragedy. Yes. When I was at Jimmy John's, we used to have the day old bread, which I'm going to say this. It's better, almost better than the fresh bread. And I gave it to a specific man every day until the owner, who was a racist, he really was, he was a bad man, um, in Milwaukee there. What? Uh, of a Jimmy John's? Yeah, I know. An owner of a Jimmy John's is a bad man? I know. It was, it was stunning. He put a lock. He put a padlock on the dumpster. And I said, oh, my goodness. Let him have the bread. So I would just give him the bread. Um, That's very nice. Yeah, why not? Um, you were fired from that job as well. I was fired from every job I've ever had. But not this job, not yet. I'm technically, I have to, I can't, you and Marcus Let's have to fire me. Let's feel it for a second. Ben, sit down. I have I have unfortunate news I have to tell you. Uh-huh. We love your energy here, LPN. We love all of the, your quips. We love all your knowledge. We love your, sure. your everyman, ho- homie, homie sense. <laughs> We love we love what you give. What you yeah, do? I've always said that I have a, I have a home. I have homie sense. Yep, 
uh, you're you are unfortunately let go. All right. Wow. I'm used to it. You know, that's the thing. And the next thing you know, I'm out there and I know when these fast food joints are throwing away all the most fresh of the trash and boom, I'm living better than you are. I'm a sitting on a pile of riches. I'm the king of slam. I'm the king of slam city. Oh, Henry, what if I was just thinking maybe I could give you like some road head. Is it, is it pudding in your lap? Baby, you didn't let me know before I got my pudding out of my pudding curve. <laughs> you are so... Because de- then, by then I'll have developed little grooves in my inner thighs. <laughs> or my pudding I cannot believe you missed the final five minutes of Super Bowl action so you could drive <laughs> home to eat pudding well in the car driving home. Yes. yes. All right. All right. Well, that was so your story. So, so R.I.P. Miss Cox. It's very sad. Be careful in the dumpster world out there, and also be if, careful in the dumpster world. If you are, garbage, if you are a person, if you are one of these dumpster agents, yep. that's what I'll call it. Sure, it's deadly. It's a deadly world. The dumpster world. Yes, it is. So you got to get out of there. Always keep your head in a swivel. Because you never know when one of these dump trucks are going to sneak up on you and, and crush you to death. They don't. They can't legally sneak. What? They have to beep. No, I know. They, yeah, they're not on stealth mode. That's what I it's don't understand. It's very difficult to hear. It's very easy to hear. A they truck. wake me up every night because I live on a very every busy night. street in New York. I hate the beep. But I guess it didn't save this woman's life. R.I.P. Very sad. And if you do work in sanitation, if you're a sanitation officer, look in the back every now and again. Just no, see if you're I'm crushing a say, bunch of people. That's not your job. Your job is to get those baskets. You got to get those. You got to get the shit off the street. You know that. You uh, know your real job. I guess so. All right. We should be allowed to hide things in the garbage if we have to. That's what. Oh, my goodness. Bob Berdella. Bob Berdella just threw everything. Oh, look. Uh, then it, no, Now I'm understanding your point, because if you're the garbage man on the Bob Berdella route, all of a sudden you're looking you at human fans. You're implicated human now, hands. Bro. Yeah, now you have to do something. It does make your you day a lot more. You have to do something. You have to stop your whole day, and you're not getting paid for that shit. I get it. You're, I mean, I don't know how it works. I, think, I don't think it's buy bag, but you, you have to stay on your route. You can't go and speak with police officers all day. They take all day. Yeah, that garbage ain't gonna pick up itself. I agree. Nah, dude, I it's got. And I wish it could, but then I, you know what? I don't. Again, I'm sorry for everything. You know what? Because I want our sanitation officers to stay employed. That's a good. See, that's very nice. I do too because they get good. They get good benefits. All right. Well, speaking of someone, this is great in a sack. I don't know about that. I've never kissed a sanitation officer. I haven't been lucky enough yet. But one day, my I uncle Butch was one. Really. Oh, my. The uncle that taught you how to eat pudding while driving. <laughs> so this this story. Have you ever met pudding? Man, she's a real firecracker. I'm sure she Let's is. Continue. I hear she likes to dumpster dive. So this is a story. This So in 1979, this is a story here. This is an update because we're doing we got, we got an update here. This is a woman in 1979. She is now 57 years old. When Brenda Spencer was 16, she shot up an elementary school from a window in her home, leaving two people dead and nine more injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this woman is 57 years old. She's in a California prison and she is officially members. She officially was inducted to Henry. Wait for it. 
Yes. The Golden Girls Club. And so now, what does that mean? It means when you get your mugshot, they put the word Golden Girl underneath it. And it's <laughs> kind of fun. It's in yellow. It's not gold, That's but it's fun. prison. It's as close as they can get. And the thing that made this case famous was Brenda Spencer's reasoning behind the mass shooting. Evidently, cops were like, so, Brenda, what happened? Today was not a good day. The series of things went wrong. And she yep. just said, quote, I just don't like Mondays. I did this because it's a way to cheer up the day. And Henry, perhaps you can do that in a greater accent. I just don't like Mondays. I did this because it's a way to cheer up the day. I just don't like Mondays. It's just a way to cheer up the day. And now she's a golden girl. Oh, that's amazing. Indeed. So the incident. Good. So, but she killed, she killed two children. Yeah, in, in injured nine. This woman, and she obviously has not aged gracefully. You can't really no. do that in, in prison. Um, I mean, some people look great after years of prison because you can work out. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it to you. I don't know. I'll give it. I'll throw that your way. I don't think it makes people look better because you don't get any sunlight and then the constant uh, threat of being abused and then, uh, the, you know, just being It's in stressful. Yeah. Um, you got to make it work for you. I was listening to a, t- a thing yesterday that they said the idea has been like, don't serve time. Let the time serve you. No, that's opposite. What? You don't. No, want- you can work out. Read. No, but you don't want. You don't want. You want to do the time. You don't want the time to do you. I think it's it's you don't you don't do time. You let time do be for you. <laughs> I am uh, destroyed today. Yeah. No, I believe it is. This is the toughest conversation. I believe <laughs> yes. it is. You do the time. You you are in charge of time. You don't you, let time do you. Don't deserve time. Let time serve you. It's like Wall Street. It's like the market. Let your money work for you. So this incident, Bob Geldof. You know you know Bob Geldof, right? The dude who sang all of those like he benefited musically off of every single tragedy of all t- of of all time. Like Bob Geldof, he's the one who did like all of the um all of the fundraiser festivals that all everyone's like, where's the money, yes. Bob? And yeah. Bob is like, I don't know where the money went because you oh. can't cure AIDS through music because it takes science and medicine to I cure AIDS. I wish you could. Oh, my I God. I wish you could. Yeah, it would be great. Um, Certain music probably causes AIDS. You know what? You got to have fun. Bob Geldof, he heard this story about how this woman doesn't like Mondays, so she shot and killed two kids, injuring nine others. And he said time for me to write another song so he wrote a number one hit song in the uk and it was entitled i don't like mondays by the boomtown rats which was released just weeks after the shooting i think that we covered something like this i'm certain that marcus knows who the boomtown rats are i'm sure i think i've heard those words come out of his mouth he's he has described several bands that i don't know that it just sound like either a type of dumpster animals or they are, it's like a weird disease, and then you find out it's a band. Yes, exactly. And for some reason, Bob Geldof, everything, that man has not aged well. Because everything what? he did, he didn't, he pretended like he was doing it for good reasons, but then he never followed through with any of the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Spencer, now 57, she is part of 1,800 other prisoners in the facility in Riverside County, California. Uh, This gives them a few more privileges, uh, and now she is officially a golden girl. And she held up her sign, and she was very happy, and it was nice for her to be a golden girl, despite the fact that all the children she killed obviously never will be. 
And well, um, you just have to be um, you just have to be a good prisoner. And I guess she was because she's a golden girl. She is now entitled to possession of get this, Henry, two state pillows, three blankets, two mattresses. And this Whoa. is true. First dibs on the coveted bottom bunk if the inmate so chooses. So wow. you think you're sitting here being like, oh, ceremonial golden girl. No, dude. My thing is top bunk. You No, but you want the bottom bunk. Once you're once you're doing hard time and you're old, you just don't want to be climbing up and down. You want to have the room on the basement floor. You want, I guess it's easier for someone to reach up and touch your bits while you're asleep. From the perhaps, top bunk. Honestly, perhaps. I don't. Yes. So this is a pretty big thing for her. Um, this is according to a spokesperson for the prison. They say the Golden Girls program at California Institution for Women is geared towards addressing the emotional and physical needs of the older population. Any inmate age 55 or older is eligible to be identified as a, quote, GG and participate in it voluntarily. So there you I go. It's almost, uh, you know. She's obviously uh, she's criminal, but you're still a human when you're in jail up to a point, depending on what you've done. Yep. And it's nice that they could be treated as such, I guess, even though she did keep two children from having a future. Yes. That's but they might have sucked. No, they didn't. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I don't know. You don't know what, what anybody's going to do with their lives. It know? was very sad, but she was 16 at the time. And uh, again, she just did this from her bedroom window. It really bizarre. She was using no, it's a, a rifle. It's a, that, it's a fucked up story. It I is. feel like it's one of those we can do even like a vaguely deep dive for a, a relax fit one day. Yeah, we should because evidently, so she's just using her pop's rifle. It was a six hour standoff with the SWAT team. She's a 16 year old girl. And if you look at a picture of her, she looks like one of the Manson girls. She's not big. She's very, she's just she's tiny, very small, petite. 16 year old very just, petite i don't know what she, i don't know why she did it no well I well, guess. we'll find out well she hated mondays but we will one she day did. we will cover this in more depth but yes it's a very interesting story interesting all right well now she has uh dibs on lower bunk she's got a couple of pillows couple of blankets and two mattresses life couldn't be better for her life from your grave. my sister is the best gift giver i've ever met of any person it's jackie zabrowski she shops all year thinking about her family and friends, and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with our seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Live from your grave. Well, here we go. I want to do this story that is about the it, what science can do. Oh, what can't it do? It's um, a lot. Yeah, that's true. But I, there are things that it can do which are very interesting, like when an ancient Egyptian is buried <laughs> with the that uh, an ancient Egyptian was buried, and now thousands of years later, we can do a three D rendering. They did three D rendering of the voice box of this mummy. Oh. And so you can hear what their voice would sound like here in the, now in 2020. Really, you can we can go all the way back in time and hear what their voice sound like. Are you ready, Kissel? I'm actually very in, uh, yes, I'm very uh, interested in this. So they just did a they did a 3D printing of the voice oh, box of course. a mummy. But yes. when you were, weren't you when you were mummified, aren't you dead? Yes, but if they, they, those are still all in there. So this is You'll see. if a mummy could Here, scream. Be prepared okay. All right. to have your socks blown <laughs> off your feet. Whoa, is that pudding? Ooh. That's it. That's the mummy? Yep. That's that's what they did. That's what our science did. So let's do it again. That's it. That's all he has to say. Okay, I was under. I was under the impression it was going to be a little bit more like Boris Karloff, like there was going to be a little bit more animation. Nope, just. 
That's it. That's all they could do. It sounds like a dumpster that actually is running low on honking. I don't know how hawks work. It's running low on honking <laughs> fluids. Yeah, on honking <laughs> fuel. Um, that is, man, sometimes science doesn't have to release everything they find out. This is, they were really excited about this. And all of the, the headlines are so interesting. You know what I mean? Because it's all just like, wow, so excited to hear like what he sounds like. They're talking. It's this marvel ah. of science. It is. It's obvious. This is the future, you know. But then it's just <laughs> that's it. Really, that's thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds millions. of man hours to do that. Hundreds of man hours. There's a lot of stuff in there. I'm certain that they got some of that Epstein money. Like yeah. it's like one of those yeah, groups yeah, yeah. where I know that some on some level these people like got like some like a thousand dollars in Epstein money because it was all b- bundled in bullshit at yeah. some point, and that's what he paid for. Huh? Okay. I'm not saying that that's true. Obviously, I'm no, just maligning honestly, people that I don't know. It's very possible. Um. Well, man, that's the thing. It's like if you have, I feel like science when they have something that is um. Like when they've really cracked a code, right? Then they share the code has been cracked with us. And then they share yes. DNA. Oh my God, this is so unbelievable. But like, I don't think they needed to even share that. You can almost barely hear it. Hmm. You know Man. what I mean? Just that, that's it. Kind of shatters your, uh, just shatters your idea of everything that you thought about maybe a mummy could do, like what it could do. Is it magical? Is it spiritual? Like, the powers that it could contain they're just in it. Essentially just logs. They're just logs. Yeah, mummies can be... You used to use them for fuel all the time. Yeah, we learned that when we were in London. Thanks for, oh my goodness, the wonderful woman who gave us the very personal tour of the London Museum. We got a wonderful personalized yes. tour from from the Instagram handle at Dawn of Antiquity. Yes. Um, and she did a great job. Uh, taking us through the death and burial sections at the British Museum. Yes, we saw a lot of bog people, and they were they were around for like thousands and thousands of years, and you could still like look at their fingernails and stuff. It was so cool. Yeah, they were very thin by then. But I guess we didn't need to know what they sound like because it's just that. Mm. That's so, it. It's all history, man. Yeah, man. It's you wonder why there's a hard time getting people going for science sometimes. Yeah, although there shouldn't. But be. I, I, you got. That's why. I mean, but it can't all be flashy. I will put that out there too. It can't all just be flashy. No, like you have to be able to absorb some of the boring science as well, because the boring science is the stuff that's going to save our lives one day. In technically, or the planet. This isn't even boring science. It is exciting. It's just it's a, really it's an exciting idea. Really, it's the mummy's fault. The mummy just didn't show up to perform. It was yeah, not needed more stuff to say. Yeah. It's like, come on, mummy. You have been silent for thousands of years. Say something. Here you but go. At least it wasn't something being like, the Jews were warned about 9-11. What like, in what? the world? What that- in the world? <laughs> Get All what? right. Shut up, mummy. Shut up, mummy. Okay, well, let's do Hero of the Week before we get to some listener emails. What do you think, Henry? Yeah. All right, let's do this week's Hero of the Week. 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 This story is, uh, this is a strange one. So this is a kid. The kid's name is Hunter Wart. His last name is Wart. He's 19 years old. 
So he spent a year, like all 19-year-olds, he was mowing lawns, he was uh, scrap, he was doing scrap metal, uh, he yep. was finding scrap metal and things like that, selling that. He raised $10,000, and like every 19-year-old, he had a goal in mind. Maybe he wanted to go to college, space Maybe. camp. Maybe he was like, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl with this. No. He's going to get the new Strat. Or one of those. He's going to get a crazy guitar or some shit. Yeah, really live a 19-year-old's dream. No, that's not what Hunter Wart had in mind. He invested this $10 million, He invented. He invested this $10,000 in a newborn baby drop-off box. I don't know why it so, was $10,000, but it is. Okay, it's just a box. It's just a box. And in, uh, in, in this box, again, it is for unwanted newborn babies. I don't know where this guy got the idea. I don't know what childhood trauma happened to him to even have this cross his 19-year-old mind when he should be watching Shakira and J-Lo at the halftime show on loop and just doing God knows what with, with his own kind of pudding. Yep. So he put this outside of a firehouse, and a year later, a baby showed up. So the students. So this work, is the hero story. This is the hero. So this story. is a hero story. So he put a a box and out in front of a fire department. That's it. And then somebody just left a baby inside of it. I know we're gonna re- we're gonna get mail that people are gonna say there's obviously much more involved than just a cardboard box that says leave your baby here on here. Well, it really isn't that much more. What you have to do is you have to get a lot of licenses, which I would assume that he paid for. Um, okay. So the whole thing says yes. Indiana Safe Haven Baby Box, right? And there's a little bed in there, and then they have a crisis hotline. You know, it's a, it's a it's more than just your typical you know box. It's not just like a casket no it's not it's not a casket it's, not it's just the opposite a, of a casket a crate it is it's, a, it's, a, it's not a crate that you literally just leave a, a human child no. in garfield is not mainly normal to abu dhabi in this box this box is relatively nice so um his mom relatively ju- nice it, it for a was got a pillow in it yeah it does okay um, his mom, Julia, said it was a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, Wart spent a lot of time collecting metal, which uh, his mom said helped him shuttle to the scrapyard. So the box, uh, an alarm in the box alerted firefighters to the baby's presence within a minute of her arrival. She was one, she was a one hour old. This is according to Chief Brad Lucas. He said, we were ecstatic that the system was used. It worked perfect, exactly how it was designed to work. They provided care until an ambulance showed up. Is Is it like a trap? Is it like... I don't know. Monica Kelsey... How it's designed? I I mean, this is incredible. I had no clue that this was a thing. I I have no clue. It's very sweet. So a bell goes off when you leave a baby inside of it? Did the woman have the baby in it? Did she just squat over it and just just like shit a baby into it? No, the baby was an hour... The baby was brand new. It was an hour old. I don't know. I guess you could just walk out of the hospital with it. I don't... There's so many... I don't know. This is according to... Uh, safe Haven Boxes. This is the woman that um, Monica Kelsey is the founder, right? Monica Kelsey, this is what Kelsey told CNN. She said, these babies were left in trash cans and dumpsters. One was left at the door of a hospital. That baby had frozen to death before he was found. But this little girl in Seymour is going to be growing up knowing how much her birth mom loved her, uh, just like I did. So that's very good. Uh, Don't leave your baby. That's very nice. Don't leave your baby out. Like, just put it. Anyway. Put it in a box. 
Put it in a box. That's what this. That's the moral of this story: is find a box <laughs> and leave it in front of a firefighter's house. Not a house. dumpster, though. We. This is not a good dumpster week for anyone. No, dumpsters are six feet and over. Yeah, that's what I think. I think a dumpster. It's, it's if it's taller than you, it's a dumpster. If it's shorter than you, it's a box. Yes. And if it's as long as you are, as a as a he, full human, and it's meant to be buried, it's a casket. So there you go, Hunter War. You're this week's hero of the week for creating a baby box. I would love to know as you were mowing lawns if someone's like, "What are you going to use this fifteen bucks for, kid?" And you're like, "Making a baby box. <laughs> it's a baby box. Like- they never get out again." And you're like, okay, cool. Please just, just, just leave the lawn mower in the shed. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you. So there you right. go. Build a box is, and they will come. I guess he is a hero. So that is good. You so got here one. we go. I mean, it does sound a little bit like fishing. You know, it like does. when you're ice fishing, it does and you sound just like wait for a pedophile. <laughs> it's just like, and then a lid's going to fall down the top of it. Oh. When you go to get it. Um, all right, so I have some longer viewer letters that I'm excited to read. Okay. Um, they're not viewer. I keep saying viewer. I mean, they're looking, maybe they're looking at your face on YouTube or I something. I think they're following me home. They're watching me from across the street. Then you are a viewer, and please leave my family alone. Mm-hmm. But keep listening, if you would. Thank but don't you. watch me. No. If you, if, you, if you must. Not, don't. Although now that go. they know that you're on this pudding kick, they might need to see what that looks you, like in real life. Bring me some pudding and you'll see a smile on a man's face. Oh, so here we go. This comes from Jay. It was 2010. I was in junior year of high school and had just spent the evening with my then boyfriend, Kay. It was getting pretty late, so we had to drive me home on the other side of town. This is northwest New Jersey. Lots of dense forests, farms. My house is on the outskirts of town, right up against where the thicker woods began. We were driving along the windy road leading out of town and towards my house when I saw it, whatever it was. Under the illumination of one of the few streetlights and just out of reach of the headlights of the car, some sort of large creature scurried across the road. Living all over northern Jersey my entire life, I knew what deer and bears looked like, and this was not one of them. It ran on all fours, but its gangly limbs were disproportionate to its body. The way it moved could only be described as if it were a man running on his hands and feet, but it moved much too fast to possibly be that. It was too dark to make out any features on whatever it was, and before headlights reached, it had already scampered off into the tree line and disappeared. I didn't say anything at first. I've always been into spooky stories of cryptids and aliens my entire life, but Kay, he's different. He was always pretty easily frightened by horror topics and didn't particularly enjoy ghost stories, so I didn't want to freak him out. Oh, no. That's very nice, Henry. Not everyone likes to be eating pudding talking about ghosts while they drive. Well, it's hard to be close to me then if you're not one of those people. That's why they're not. We pulled into my driveway and sat there in silence for a moment. I honestly didn't want to get out of the car as my yard is surrounded by the same woods. I saw whatever it was running off into. Mm. Now, without even turning to me, Kay said, did you see that thing? After that night, we never spoke of the weird creature again. It freaked us both out pretty bad, and we both wanted to try to forget about it. Eventually, we had broken up, gone off to separate colleges, and lost touch. I stayed in Jersey, and it was a few years later that we reconnected, and we have been kind of long-distance friends since. Recently, I thought of that creature again. I still remember the night clearly, but my memory can be strange. I thought maybe it was just remembering what I had wanted to see, so I reached out to Kay, and I asked a simple question. Do you remember that weird thing we saw on the road? 
Without missing a beat, Kay described the exact scene from my memory down to every last detail of how it looked and moved. That it confirmed for me it definitely happened. How else could we both remember the same exact scene from nearly a decade ago? Uh-huh. We witnessed it in detail and both of our own little bit of research into what the creature possibly could have been. And given the geographical location and the local native lands, it was possibly a Wendigo. Because that's when things got really weird. And have been weird since. I've read in Native American folklore that creatures like this are essentially activated when you speak of them, similar to the theory of willing aliens and shit into reality. And I think that this is what happened. Following my extensive conversation with Kay about the event, I had another weird experience in the woods. I was, hu- I was house-sitting for a co-worker who lives even further into bumblefuck nowhere forest land, and it had just snowed. It's a strange name for a town. It is. It's very direct. <laughs> I decided to go for a short walk in the woods surrounding the property since I had been cooped up, and I took their two dogs with me. The dogs, however, did not want to leave the property and sat at the tree line. I should have seen this as a sign of something that was off, but Mm. I figured it was because they didn't want to be out in the snow. I walked on the path for a while. Now, if you've ever been in the middle of nowhere after a decent snowfall, you know how silent it can be. The woods were completely still, and I was happily taking in how peaceful it felt when what I can only describe as a goat screaming as it dies shattered the silence. It sounded like it came from up ahead around a rocky outcropping. Most people would probably turn and book it out of the woods at this point, but I'm an idiot who would probably die someday from curiosity. I also like to try to be irrational, and this was a rural area. Maybe a goat escaped a nearby farm. I continue on to investigate the noise. When I moved around the rocks, I was standing on top of a small gully in a very open area. There was no sign of any animals, but I knew it had to have to come from this area. It hadn't sounded far off, and because of the snow, there wasn't much of an echo of sound in general. Then from behind me, where I had just come from, I heard it again. It was as if whatever the source of the sound was had stalked around me in a giant circle and it was now in my path back to the house. I immediately started to back away, facing the direction of the sound. I managed to loop my way around the area and hit the property line where the dogs were still just waiting for me and sprinted for the door. I didn't go back outside for two days. Damn. This is all real. I don't know what the creature was or what the noise was or even if they're connected at all. The coincidence of the timing is what leads me to believe that they're related. And ever since, I've not been able to be near the woods alone without feeling watched to some degree. All right. Well, don't go in the woods alone. Definitely not. Don't, I I just love a, I love a Wendigo story. I do love a Wendigo story. Very cool. And this is another reminder. Please keep sending your stories. We love your uh, your listener. We love your listener stories. Absolutely. So always email us at sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. Especially for weeks like this where we don't have the biggest of all the big news stories. Like this is just such a perfect time to get uh, reacquainted with you and your wonderful stories. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest. And I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. 
But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hi! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, now, this one's... This one's Interesting. Okay. This comes from the parent of what they are calling a young sociopath. Ooh. For a little background information, we are a white, middle-class, loving family with three boys. One in college, one in high school, and a toddler. They're all highly intelligent, charismatic, and good-looking kids. There's no history of substance abuse, unless you count smoking and joint now and then when we were young, or domestic violence in the immediate nuclear family, but we do have an extended family with signs of personality disorders. As a rule, these family members were not allowed to have much, if any, interaction with the kids. My husband died of cancer a few years ago, and I have since remarried another kind, funny man. Our oldest son, S, is a funny, self-depreciating, sensitive, and highly empathetic. Our youngest so far is a happy little boy with an easy laugh and a personality that lights up the room. 
Our toddler M loves when his oldest brother comes home from college and S is his favorite person. From what I can tell, the feeling is mutual. But then there's our middle son. Let's call him C. The signs were there for many years that C was not a normal child. He was serious and unemotional as a baby. By the time he was five, he was randomly, wantonly violent, especially towards his quiet older brother and animals. I didn't think there was ever a full five minutes in their lives that S and C were able to get along. And by the time they were four and six, we couldn't even leave them alone together. S always somehow ended up hurt. I'll be honest. At first, my husband and I were in full denial that this wasn't just a rambunctious streak that C would grow out of. Surely, it wasn't as bad as S said. Waking up to him standing on his throat, trying to smother him with pillows. Kids exaggerate, and there was always a lot of sibling rivalry, right? Nevertheless, when he began to have behavioral problems in kindergarten, we started seeking help from a therapist who initially diagnosed him with ADHD. We stayed in therapy trying to get help for his increasingly violent and manipulated behavior for the next 12 years. We went through diagnosis of oppositional defiance disorder, then conduct disorder, to the final admission that he has antisocial personality, but technically won't graduate to that diagnosis until he's 18. It's hard to paint a clear picture for you of what was going on in our lives as we sought help for our child. It sounds so unbelievable, like the plot of The Good Son or something. As a mother, I can't stress enough the stigma of saying that you are afraid your child will be the next school shooter or serial killer. It comes from everyone. No matter how you respond, you're crucified by others. Either you're a monster for acknowledging your fears and should have stuck by defending the honor of her child, or you're a monster who should have parented more firmly. Either way, it's your fault. I struggle mightily with this. I constantly wonder what I could have done differently. And just in the end, I decided I have a responsibility to protect society from my son as much as I have a responsibility to protect my son. It took years of documentation, calling 911, begging for help from doctors and therapists, and eventually turning to child protective services to get our family help. In the years we sought help, he stabbed others, choked his brother to unconsciousness, has stabbed and choked me, committed various thefts and fraud, started fires, injured and, injured and molested animals, destroyed countless properties. He does, incidentally, have the McDonald triad and went into the bed, he wet the bed deep into his teens. Most disturbingly, he has the uncanny ability to flip on a dime when the police arrive to pretend that, thank God that they have arrived, his family is going nuts and accusing him of the most terrible things. No matter how many times the family sought help, no matter how many times photographs or recordings we have of events, he denies any wrongdoing. He even claims that S stabbed himself to get him in trouble, and this is all a plot against him. In the early years, C was a particularly adorable little boy with curly blonde hair and big blue eyes who was the top of his class. As an older teen, he is handsome, brilliant, charismatic young man with his pick of girlfriends, even in the psychiatric facilities and group homes where he has lived for the past several years while undergoing treatment. C has been arrested and released several times, and when he runs away from his placements, each time charming the judge and prosecution with his eloquence and apologies. He's been in psychiatric care for so long that he speaks a lingo with ease and is adept at manipulating the system to get extra privileges, at least until his psychiatrist tells the staff that that is a part of what he does. C has no empathy. He has stabbed and choked family members and not only has no remorse, but claims the evidence, the evidence of it is staged. C likes to remind us that they can only keep him so long. There are protocols, and as long as he follows the rules, they will have to release him. 
And he's right. Sometime in the near future, they will have to release him from his latest psychiatric hospital. And soon he will be 18. And when that day comes, I will no longer have the authority to force him into treatment. I plan to change my name and phone number because I'm honestly afraid that his family will be his first victims. Until then, I fight every day to try to get him help and prevent the tragedy that I am almost certain is coming. I'm in a family support group for children with conduct disorder, and I can say empathetically that our story is one of the more successful ones. At least we were able to get resources for him. Most families are not that lucky. Damn. All right. Well, that's scary. That is, you know, it's one of those... One of those emails where, yes, are we living a life without children? Yes. Do most of our friends that stayed in the hometowns that we come from have a bunch of kids? Sure. And maybe they look down at us. But then I hear stories like that. And I say, I'm happy Thank with you. I'll stick to my chihuahuas. Yeah. I like dogs. I like my chihuahuas. Very interesting. Um, all right. Here's this. This is a, this is a lighter story. A few years ago, I was heavily into jujitsu and trained five to six days out of the week. As you would expect, I found myself... Injured time to time, broken toe here, a blackened eye there, a fingernail just up and going missing, game commonplace. <laughs> that was, however, one injury in particular I will never forget. I usually trained during the evening classes, but I went to a morning class to clear out my evening for a date I had planned with this bartender that I had been hitting off with. I didn't know most of the people in the morning class, so I paired up with somebody close to my height and weight to drill a guard pass. Now, the guard is a neutral defense position in jiu-jitsu. For brevity's sake, it's pretty much just wrapping your legs around another dude, not letting him go. Hoist crazy. Yeah, of course. What we were practicing was a way to break the legs open and slide your knee between them to allow yourself to move to the side of the person and gain in an advantageous position. There's a, He sent a clip, which is just boys being boys. No, I know. It's MMA stuff. Yeah. The Gracie family. We, sure. Oh, yeah. We practiced this movement back and forth a few times slowly before giving each other resistance, making us move a little faster, apply a little bit more force. The person I was drilling with seemed to be getting frustrated that he couldn't get the motion down and started trying to use brute force to get through the guard. He rocked his body back and threw his knee between my legs, full force, connecting his knee to the dead fucking center of my taint. (laughs) I had never taken a shot to the gooch before. Whoa! And I didn't realize just how sensitive it was up there. I called the training off for the day, and I went home to shower. Now, for the rest of the day, I had a hot, white hot burning sensation in my balls. My stomach had a queasy feeling to it, a constant miserable sensation akin to when I would get what I would call blue balls as a teenager. Sure. I wanted to throw up, and no matter how hard I tried, I felt like I had to pee, but I just couldn't get anything out. I do love that he's like what I call the blue balls, as opposed to like what everyone else in the world calls it, but okay. The evening finally came, and the date went pretty well, despite the the distress I was in. After a few beers, I was able to focus on conversation rather than the discomfort I was feeling. This is how far a dude will go. This is how far. (laughs) He literally got fucking need in the tape, and he's still trying to close the date. Overall, the date went well, and we ended up going back to her place. Sparing some details, we ended up having sex. I had her bent over her nightstand. As I felt like I was about to come, I felt a sharp pain shoot from my asshole to the tip of my dick. It was like the pain I had experienced the moment the knee connected with me earlier in the day, but magnified sevenfold. Hold on. I let out a yelp. This is the detail? So he, but he's, what, what detail did he spare us? I don't know. Okay. 
It was the most intense pain I believe I've ever felt in my life. I pulled out, and to my dismay, I watched as I shot several thick ropes of blood across the poor bartender's back. I was terrified and slightly embarrassed, so without getting her a towel or explaining anything, I just grabbed my pants and hauled ass out of there. It took about a week before the blood cleared out of my ejaculate. The pain went away after the third day. I now drink at a different bar. You gotta go and apologize. To, you gotta wipe them. <laughs> oh my apologize. god, there's so many issues you with that. Apologize. She's just like, what happened? She didn't know what, what happened. Oh my goodness. She literally thought he had Dick Mata. Oh, like my. this is the chosen one. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Four different emails, four different experiences, all traumatic, and a great reminder that uh, you know it could be worse. It could always be worse. It could always be worse. So there you go. Um, All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's Side Stories. Again, we will be exclusive to Spotify February 14th. That's Valentine's Day. So find a loved one, cuddle around, get that Spotify app, and listen to all your favorite shows right there on the LPN Network. We are also going to be on tour in April. We are so excited to see you. There's a bunch of dates. Come see our fucking asses. Come see us. We are are so excited for this new tour. We're going to write all this new shit. We got a fucking bug. Us? We have a bus, and the the thing is, they said, Ben, we have a bus, right? But the problem is, the beds on the bus are only made for people six foot four and under. And it's a, this is a truly, it's very. This sad. is truly like a, a thing we need to talk about because if you are too big for the bus, which shouldn't be true. This it's is a bus. <sighs> You're gonna have to sleep in the living room setup. I know. I know. Which is going to be worse. It's going to be living with the worst roommate in the world in a traveling railroad apartment. Just me and the bus driver chit-chatting, talking about speed limits and a whole series of different kind of crimes he's committed. Driving, huh? Yeah. Just say that every every couple hours. But yes, Spotify, again, so excited to work with that. Honestly, it's been great working with them. We just, we, the, the, we're now, we're excited for the future. We are very we excited. so many things happening. Get about there, buy the book, see us live. Watch us strut and fret. Don't you want to see our bodies dance? Absolutely. It's very exciting. So, all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Keep on supporting all the shows here. Abling and Stop at Page 7, Whizbrew, Movie Signs with the Mads. You you know what to do. Uh, live. Support the Olympian Network. Every day. Live every day outside of the forest. You know what the hell's in the forest. Of course. So live in the cities. Okay. I mean, this is an advertisement for cities. Good. Try living in a city. That's what I'm going to start saying <laughs> to people. Um, but I guess we do have a rule, listeners. We love you. It's fine. It's fine that you're there. I'm sorry for everything. I love it. Then we laugh. Laugh like you're a man that just shot ropes of blood all over a woman. And uh, you you are just thankful you got it out. Because at least it's out of there. Okay. All right. It was going to come out at some point. Sure, sure. And laugh the life of a man who's living a, a new life in a new bar. Who's changed his name. Saying whatever he wants to people, and he's super charming, and nobody knows the story of when you became the uh, uh, fucking uh, the bloody uh, you became Spider Man, but yeah. the worst version of Spider Man. Yeah, I don't know. Also, nobody knows it's not that you're a new man in a new bar. Doesn't sound like it's that big of a town. It's probably just like right across the street. They will have heard about this, whatever it is that we did. So this it's this will leak mm-hmm. literally. All right, everyone. Thank, thank you Ugh. all so much for listening. Ugh. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magoostalations. 
Help me, girl. Be careful in the woods. Oh, also, Patreon, we got a great new interview coming out uh, with Greg and Dana Newkirk from Hell Year Season 2, so check out our Patreon. Yas! Let's go! Let's go! Eat that pudding! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.